We'd like to welcome you back to part four of our current event and weekly Bible study for March 25th, 2018. This is an ad from the NRA, and I, I can't reverse the ad, but basically what this guy said at this point, he says at the root, root of every gun um, argument is this promise that guns can be divided into good and bad. Okay, and I'm going to let him talk and, and say the rest. Neatly into two groups, good and bad. And if we can just get rid of the bad ones, we'll all be safer. It's why the anti-gun policy... The bad guns, in other words. ...hold press conferences where they hold up the scariest guns they can find and outright lie about their capabilities in order to appear reasonable to people that just don't know any better. The truth is, they want to ban every gun in America. It's just not politically savvy to admit it. So they try to achieve their goals, one gun... We're going to prove that they want to ban every single gun in America coming up. Okay, we're going to give you legislative proof of this. Going back, I believe it's the 60s. And one accessory at a time. Yep. I served in the military. One accessory at a time. Bump stocks, one thing, and then anything that's going to increase rate of fire, the next. That could be any semi-automatic. I mean, it's never going to end. For 12 years, I've used a lot of different firearms and platforms in a lot of different situations. And I know firsthand that what works for one person may be completely inadequate for another. All these firearms in front of me have different features for different purposes, and that's exactly what they are. They're purpose-driven. Good and bad, there's no good or bad guns. They're gonna do what you drive them to do. Exactly, I mean, a, a firearm in the hands of a good, righteous person will end up doing good things and protecting innocence and, and protecting their family and doing things of this nature. It's just like money. It takes on the personality of the possessor. You could do wicked things with money. You could do good things with money, okay? That's the case for this. And, and taking the guns out of the hands of the good guys is the last thing we should be doing right now. If I have a collapsible stock and a vertical grip on here, all these things are purpose-driven for a different reason. You know, just because one looks different than the other doesn't mean that somebody can't take it and go do harm with it. If I'm in California and you're not okay with a 30-round magazine, but you're okay with somebody getting shot with a pump-action shotgun, you really have to ask yourself at the end of the day what exactly you're trying to accomplish. And what it is at the end of the day is you have to admit it to yourself that you just want to ban all guns, period. Mm-hmm. Banning some guns, but not all of them, doesn't make anyone safer. It restricts the options of the law-abiding citizens to choose the right firearm for their personal needs and capabilities. So to all the anti-gunners out there, here's an honest proposal. Either you admit it that you want to ban all guns, or you stop endangering good people by limiting their option to protect themselves. Amen. And it says it's time to take back the truth. And that's very, very true. In the middle of our show, Congresswoman Kathleen Rice lashed out at our guest Dana Lash on Twitter. Dana Lash is the, is the main NRA spokeswoman, uh, the one that I had on earlier that, that we let her talk a little bit, and she's going to talk some more here. She's very eloquent, very, very good at what she does. Tweeting, I'm just going to say it, NRA and Dana Lash are quickly becoming domestic security threats Ray, middle of our show, Congresswoman Kathleen Rice lashed out at our guest Dana Lash Sorry. on Twitter, tweeting... Sorry, that was... My cat kind of got there and was... <laughs> she she wanted to join in on the on the old... Um, she wanted to join in on the, on the teaching. 
Just gonna say it. NRA and Dana Lash are quickly becoming domestic security threats under President Trump. We can't ignore that. And we, of course, can't ignore unhinged rhetoric from a member of Congress. So Dana Lash is back with us. Uh, Dana, I, I broke that news to you a couple of minutes before the show ended last night, and uh, you weren't happy about it. Have you gotten any happier about it in the last 24 hours? Well, I'm incredibly shocked, Mark, and it's good to be with you again, yeah. and you're right. You completely actually took me by surprise with this because yeah. I was unaware until the moment that you had said it. Look, let's this, this congressional member uh, who sits, by the way, on the Committee for Department of uh, Homeland Security right. as well as Counterterrorism yeah. and Intelligence, she's got a lot of influence. I am not a domestic threat. I mean, for crying out loud, I'm a mom, Mark. I'm a mom. I go to Walmart, and I take my kids to Chick-fil-A, and I and millions of other men and women across the country, we belong to a group of like-minded individuals that support and advocate for the Second Amendment. That's who we are. And we believe in that right. We believe in the rights that our men and women in uniform fight for. By, by far the lowest percentile crime group that there would be in this country, in that demographic that she just described. But yet we're the ones getting the blame for everything that goes on with all these mass school shootings that the government is ensuring happen. And I mean the dark state, black ops, kills teams, the ones that, that are you know governed by George Soros and the Illuminati and, and the synagogue of Satan and these types of people. Okay, or these types of entities, whatever you want to call them. But we're the ones being punished because of their wickedness. Every single day. By the way, Mark, a lot of those men and women in uniform are members of the NRA. Right. And we also believe with the Second Amendment, Mark, we support the First Amendment. I love a free press. But I also believe, Mark, in the free people's right to fact check that free press. And for this, Democratic congressional member here, Kathleen Rice, thinks that we are domestic threats. It's not a small thing. It's one thing, you, you got into a spat today with the actress Patricia Arquette, and it's one thing for some Hollywood minor celebrity to be... Uh, this is the poor Dana Loesch that was up on stage when they had that, I don't know you want to call it, town hall. It was an arena full of brainwashed parents and um, high school kids and millennials in that thing. It was 5,000 against her on that, on that CNN... Um, kangaroo court garbage thing that happened after the parkland shooting and it was her against all of them and she was the one that said had i not had armed security they would have probably killed me being there because they're so loving and so tolerant being rhetorical bombs at you but it's not a small thing when a legislator on powerful and influential security and counterintelligence committees and not just a legislator but a former uh, district attorney who as an officer of the court should know better in effect labels you an enemy of the state uh, why is she doubling down on this and actually insisting that she has the right to label you an enemy of the state that's the million dollar question mark perhaps she's thinking about running for higher office and i do fear as to what see this is the thing they're ratcheting up this thought process where anybody that doesn't agree with their devil maggot narrative is now an enemy of the state now we're the terrorists we're the ones that you know and this is where they want to bring this to it's very important that we're painted as just devils and demons and 
and the very thing that they are, that's what they want to paint us as and label us as. This may mean we've reached out and we have asked her office, is she going to send special police to arrest us? I mean, what does this mean? Am I going to be placed on a no-fly list? Because as I've discussed often, we don't really know, in fact, yeah. the process. By that's where all this is heading. It's through which someone is placed on a no-fly yeah. list, but we do know that there's no legal recourse to get off of it. Yeah. But if, if, we, if I'm a domestic threat, that's a lot. And Mark, this is a congresswoman who in her area, MS-13, is killing black and Hispanic yeah. men, and yet she has harsher words for me and for NRA members than she does MS-13. That's not something. No, MS-13 is their friend. That's their ally. They're working with MS-13. We're going to prove that. At the end of the study, I mean, I've proven it before, but we're going to prove it again. They're working with them. They're Satan's foot soldiers. It's very important for them to be working with them. No, and actually that's a very interesting point, Dana, because the great question in a way since 9-11 has been who do these people consider domestic threats? If you take, for example, the Taliban supporting dad of the guy who shot up that uh, gay nightclub in Orlando, uh, the Taliban supporting dad uh, during the election campaign was photographed standing right behind Hillary Clinton. So they don't consider exactly. Taliban supporters enemies no. of the state. No. Uh, you, in that sense, no. uh, uh, occupy a unique... No. You uh, can't say anything against anybody that's Islamic, because they're, they're just purer than the driven snow. Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm, Little Lord Fauntleroy. I mean, they're just they're just perfect. They they can do no wrong. I mean, it's perfectly fine to generally mutilate your little girls and to rape little girls and, and have them in those child sex grooming gangs and, and to rape them at, at the earliest possible age and their child bride marriages and all of the other atrocities that they do. That's that's all fine and good and Jim Dandy and cotton candy. A category in the fevered nightmares of uh, the Democrat Party. Well, apparently, I didn't call for jihad. I didn't burn down my college campus, Mark. No. I haven't destroyed any private property in protesting the inauguration of President Trump. All of that is okay. Yeah, but that's fine. But when you promise to fact-check the media in the United States mm -hmm. of America, a sitting Democratic Democrat congressional member will actually label you a domestic threat. And I, I just find that I, I've just never seen anything like this before. How no. free are a people, Mark, if you're not free to criticize and fact-check your press? I mean, one of them that call evil good and good evil. You know? That's, what we're, that's where we're at right now. If it's evil, it's good. If it's good, it's evil. This is how wicked and corrupt this world is becoming by the day. So I just, I, Mark, I, I have only one question for, for Congressman Rice, Congresswoman Rice. Is she going to come and arrest me? I'm in Dallas. If you find me that threatening, Congresswoman, come and arrest me. Yeah. <laughs> MTV come, said come, Friday come that it would a, band together with several Rice. celebrities and the NAACP. Sorry, I don't know why that started mouth is or do the decent thing and recognize that a legislator should not be labeling free she citizens needs to resign. domestic enemies thank you dana yeah and you know I, I love that lady i mean she's she's right on the money and she doesn't back down from anybody regarding this because she's absolutely operating out of a position of righteous logic when it comes to this argument okay when it comes to the gun control debate and everything else um so 
Then we've got this. Oregon Initiative requires gun owners to surrender their assault weapons. This explicitly comes for your guns, says Congressman. Uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Oregon has submitted a proposal to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines in a ballot initiative petition. The proposal, called Initiative 42, would require legal gun owners to surrender or register their assault weapons or face felony charges. Now, that's when the rubber's really going to meet the road, when they start to put this type of stuff in there. And then it's like, okay, now we're talking about kicking down doors. Then it's a whole other different animal if you ask me but they got to beta test this stuff they got to see what kind of compliance they're going to get they got to see what they're going to run up against with all this um the proposal defines an assault weapon as any semi-automatic rifle that has the capacity to accept a detachable magazine and any other feature like a folding or telescoping stock and can accept more than 10 rounds of ammunition the proposal would require uh, legal citizens in legal possession of an assault weapon to sell, surrender, or remove the weapon from the state or render it inoperable within 120 days of passage. And again, this is the, the whole Bible verse about that they frameth, they frameth mischief by a law. It's an unjust law that they're framing and bringing in. I mean, there's, there's so many laws in the books now that all of us almost on an everyday basis are, are committing, you know, breaking the law in several particular ways we probably are not even aware of. So it's impossible to be in compliance with laws that are unjust and so voluminous that there's no way we could ever know all of them. Um, gun owners are rightly concerned because the language of this bill classifies a huge percentage of firearms as assault weapons. And any violation of proposal will be considered a Class B felony. This is another way that they're going to try to get the, the prison population up if they're able, ever able to actually push this through. And now it appears with Trump jumping ship and doing what he's doing, it, it appears they're going to be able to move toward this just like they would with Hillary. It just took a little bit longer. I mean, unless Trump does another 180, you know, and I, I pray to God he does. I, I pray to God that he's able to do what all these other people are saying he's going to do. But, you know, until I see it, I'm not going to believe it. This is completely out of hand. I couldn't believe it. Representative Bill Post, I think we heard from him earlier. I've been told so many times. Buy people in favor of gun control, no one is coming for your guns, but this explicitly comes for your guns, meaning they've all been lying all along. Next report, Florida governor wants to confiscate all of your guns, and here we'll go ahead and play this little thing here, this little clip. The sailor that President Trump pardoned yesterday, and it was an incredible miscarriage of justice. It was... Uh, a double standard that we saw happen uh, with this uh, poor sailor who was sent to jail for a year for a couple of pictures that were born classified at the lowest level, confidential. Uh, but uh, he's out now, and now he has had his uh, future given back to him by President Trump. So we want to... Uh, and remember also, I covered this in the last study, in the study I did on cannabis, Pennsylvania and Hawaii have already begun confiscation of medical marijuana users. And that's the whole reason I believe they've legalized the medical marijuana and the cannabis in these other states is is there there are places where they're going to be beta testing this first they're going to come for the medical marijuana users then they're going to come for the people that have bought it at the dispensaries because when you go to those dispensaries you have to show them your id and you go into a database so understand that that that's going to give them yet one more excuse to come for your guns because you're obviously mentally unstable if you're using medical marijuana to treat a medical condition 
and you need to have your, but it's fine to take Prozac and, and, and all the other psychotropic meds and, and um, be, get hooked on Oxycontin and all that. Of course, they'll probably come for them as well too. But the whole medical database, the whole Obamacare stuff, all that was designed to do is ultimately get your guns and, and, and make you um, basically deem you medically unfit, especially if you're pro-Second Amendment, Christian, or have any kind of righteous stance. Then you're going to be all the more reason they'll be able to come and confiscate whatever they want to from you. Celebrate that with him. And we want to uh, talk to him about that, have him uh, give his perspective on what has happened and what that means in his life. So he'll be joining us in the next segment. Uh, anxious to uh, talk to uh, Christian Saucier. I want to finish up on gun control because we had the Florida governor sign a $400 million gun control bill. Let me tell you what is in this besides banning bump stocks, which were not even alleged to have been used in the Florida shooting. Uh, but uh, it also, uh, the bill was originally going to allow teachers to be armed on a... It wasn't used in the Vegas shooting either. That was like a machine gun, you know? I mean, you saw, if you've heard the footage or whatever, those are people that had fully automatic weapons. But, you know, let's just focus in on, on, on bump stocks because, you know, it's that slippery slope and we got to start somewhere. Broader basis. But they had to have that augmented. Governor Scott didn't want teachers to be armed for self-defense. No, of course not. They don't want anything that's going to prevent the shooter from actually killing people. They don't want any of that. They just want to take guns away from, punish the good guys with guns that had nothing to do with any of this so that they surely will not ever be in a place like this to stop something like this. That's what they want. He doesn't like that idea. He only wants people with uniforms. And of course, where do you get that idea? Well, he got that idea from the Florida. Yeah, but the people with uniforms were told to stand down outside and not go in so that the death squad inside could do its thing and get out the back door and get away in that white pickup truck that they have footage of. With the big duffel bag. All dressed in black, just like the people that saw them inside. They're like, why are the cops here? All dressed in black with face masks the whole nine yards. Covered their face up. Well, then that, that way they couldn't enter, 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 uh, identify him as Nicholas Cruz. And, you know, they have their anonymity protected. They had all these people that said there was at least two or three shooters. And there were probably four. Because there was four people that fought out the back. Education Association, the FEA. And they told him, they said, we urge you to honor your instincts and to act to keep additional firearms from our schools unless they're in the hands of trained law enforcement personnel. You know, those official people in uniform that stood outside and did nothing? The Sheriff's Department, the people who were assigned to protect that school and did nothing? Those uniform characters? Yep. Meanwhile, you've got a real hero uh, who had nothing but his body to put in the way of the bullets. And he was killed. Why don't we allow heroes? You don't have to wear a uniform to be a hero. And as we saw with these cowardly sheriff's deputies, uh, you can wear a uniform and not be a hero. How about allowing people who have the uh, disposition, the ability, who have been... They were told to stand down, though, from what, from what I was told. They were told to stand down, and they obviously, so the carnage could commence, so that they could have the desired outcome for everything that they orchestrated and then roll out all the little crisis actors afterward for the official narrative that CNN would spin and then and then suppress all the kids that were actually telling the truth and, and downplay their stories and not air any of them. And then leading up to this, this gun march now in D.C., it's all by design. Vetted, who have been trained, who are not afraid of guns, who understand what this is about. How about giving them some tools to protect themselves and to protect other people? See, the answer in this case... 
is to allow more liberty, not take liberty away. Uh, that's the way we get a better society. It's always the right answer to add more freedom and to give freedom to law-abiding, responsible people because they don't need to be the only people unarmed in the room. See, the crazy people, the criminal people, they're going to be able to get guns on the black market regardless. Do you think that your gun-free zones are any uh, more real than your drug-free schools? Amen. No. Your schools aren't drug-free. Your schools aren't gun-free. And we need to allow people to at least defend themselves against guns. Uh, but uh, anyway, as I go through this, the uh, immediate response of the NRA was to sue Florida over the gun bill. Good. Same day that uh, Governor Scott signed it into law. They said, we filed a lawsuit against the state for violating the constitutional rights of 18 to 21-year-olds, uh, said the NRA. And uh, they said, this blanket ban violates the fundamental rights of thousands of responsible law-abiding Florida citizens and is thus invalid under the Second and the Fourteenth Amendments. Now, see, the Fourteenth Amendment, that's kind of equal protection of the law. That's what we've been talking to Christian Saucier about. It means that uh, uh, people in power don't get special privileges that the rest of us don't enjoy. But, of course, uh, FBI Director James Comey isn't down with that idea. We've got a lot of people in Washington that don't agree with that. The complaint says the law particularly affects young women. Uh, the NRA said females between the ages of 18 and 21 pose a relatively slight risk of perpetrating a school shooting. Have we had any school shootings of females between the ages of 18 and 21? So now anybody, any female between the ages of 18 and 21 will have no way to defend themselves with a firearm against a uh, rapist, against somebody trying to break into their house, let's say they live alone or whatever. Or let's say they even don't, but they, 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 they're deprived of that right now. I mean, that's, I mean, that's after, after typically a lot of times they've moved out of the house. Let's say they're living on their own. They're not with their parents, and now they have no right to evidently defend themselves with a firearm. Not that I'm aware of. They said, uh, however, uh, they are frequently the victims of that type of crime. And let me give you an example of this. This is a case. Uh, Guaranteed that where this goes on, that if a criminal knows that that female has been disarmed because of this unjust maggot law, Guaranteed you're going to see an increase in attacks on 18 to 21-year-old females in Florida because of this, or wherever this is enacted. Guaranteed. That was highlighted by Reason Mag Just like the gun-free zones are a green light to come in and slaughter, that is another green light. And the criminals know this. And they asked if uh, this is a situation with, um, uh, it's in Illinois. Uh, an Illinois woman who is a licensed firearm owner and looking to live in the East St. Louis Housing Authority's homes, tenants. And they said, well, sorry, uh, you are licensed to fire, own a firearm, but you have to prove to us that you don't have one before you can live here. Huh. You have to conf we have to take your, uh, your firearms. Now, she has filed a complaint, uh, and uh, the plaintiff, they don't give her name, she's listed as uh, Ms. Doe. She wants to keep the weapon for self-defense. Why? Because she has repeatedly been threatened. Well, she's been repeatedly threatened uh, with her ex-boyfriend. And uh, they say, according to the complaint, she's being actively threatened by her abusive ex-husband. Sorry, not boyfriend, but husband. A convicted murderer who, while on parole, 
visited shocking violence on her, including choking her into unconsciousness, beating her so severely that she bled internally, and threatening to kill her and her children should she and end their relationship. You see how insane this is? This 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 evil, unjust law that they're trying to not, not law. I don't even know what you want to call it, but this piece of legislation that they're they're enacting right now. I mean, this is pure wickedness. So she's married to this guy. Uh, he goes to jail for murder. Uh, he gets out. She doesn't want to have anything to do with him. And then he chokes her into unconsciousness, beats her so severely she had internal bleeding and threatens to kill her. Now, the government that doesn't keep this murderer in prison, who turns him out, is also going to unleash him on her without giving her any means of protecting herself. Uh, she wants to keep a weapon for self-defense, but she's been threatened with eviction by both the housing agency and its executive director unless she can verify that she doesn't keep a firearm at home. And her ex-husband was sent back to prison because of the assaults on her where he beat her until she was bleeding internally. This murderer, convicted murderer, who got out on parole. I, I don't understand that. Well, why isn't this guy dead? I mean, I look at all the people that are in the prison system that are like this, that are repeat offender murderers, the biggest scumbags on the planet, that they have to put an ad seg, meaning administrative segregation, sometimes they call it the shoe, in these maximum security prisons, and they're nothing but vessels of Satan. Nothing, and, and our taxpayers are paying for this. I know that's a whole other debate, but it's just like, I just wonder about that. Why, why on God's green earth are they given a bed and in in a cell in three squares a bed and a roof over their head i it just it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me when every single thing they've done in their life just shows that they're nothing but a pure vessel of satan uh why isn't this guy still in prison he went back to prison because he beat her up but now he's out again and he has been threatening her again but the government tell you what you did that in the old testament you were you were stoned you were killed that's the kind of justice that was enacted on them you know and i just it doesn't compute to me why they're rewarded for being wicked. That won't keep this guy in prison. Won't let her have a firearm to protect herself. That's what the NRA is saying about in Florida. They're saying you're taking away guns from uh, law-abiding citizens 18 to 21, and you're taking away guns from women who are 18 to 21. Not going to allow them to protect themselves. Total insanity. Oh, because, uh, you know, you got to have a man in uniform around to protect you. Yeah. Well, the men in uniform aren't always there. Honest cops uh, like Sheriff uh, Clark. They're not there at all. They can't be Johnny on the spot. They can't, they can't live in your bedroom or whatever. And that's not even a knock against them. There's no way they, I mean, somebody breaks into the house, whatever's going to take place is going to probably transpire in, in the next one to three to four minutes. And there's no way a cop's going to be there in time. I tell you, he told his own people. He said, look, uh, we'll do everything we can to protect you. And we'll get there as soon as we can. But when you call the police, understand that you're going to have to be able to protect yourself until we can get there. And so he said, uh, get a firearm and learn how to use it responsibly. And things are not going to get any better in Florida. The Democrats voted unanimously to take away the guns uh, from the 18 to 21-year-olds, and they're not going to stop there. Democrat Representative Deutsch said the gun bill that Florida signed is, quote, merely the beginning of the response to Parkland. Yeah, he wants Nearly to the ban beginning. all the guns, folks. Yep. We've reported this many times. You know that this yep. is where they're headed. 
They have talked about this multiple times. We went to uh, the gun control rally here in Austin. They had the mayor pro tem, the number two guy in the city of Austin, get up there and they had one counter protester of all these people who are protesting our ability to protect ourselves. One counter protester with a sign up there. And we filmed that. Uh, we were there reporting on it. We filmed it. They all got around him. They started uh, uh, pushing him and shoving him. There's not enough, if there's not enough pushback the other way, and I don't see hardly any at this point, that does not bode well for what we're talking about here. I was just looking, and I mean, there's just a myriad of other videos online, and this is like from last year, of all the gun confiscation legislation in different states that has already been either enacted or actively being pursued. And I mean... Uh, like I said, this is the linchpin. This is the linchpin issue. Next report is entitled Marxist Wolves Circle the Second Amendment. Um, there's no need at this point to pull any punches. The wolves are circling to bring down the Second Amendment. Those wolves are the establishment. There are no political parties. Uh, <clears throat> the political parties are merely a, the illusion of choice. The government has been removed from control of we the people. And now with, with Trump's current actions, I, I, I really couldn't agree more. Uh, for more than a century, the wolves are the federal government, the state governments, the local and municipal governments. The wolves are the Democrats, the Republicans, the far left parties, the communists, the Greens, etc. The wolves employ the coyotes, the youth, misguided, misled, brainwashed, who are interested in partying and doing the minimal to get by in life. An entitlement mindset. They know not that they will be pruned by the tree trimmers, the ones who will route these little saplings out before they become aware, aware of the truth. The tree trimmers are the ones who would come and chop down the tree of liberty, that self-same tree that needs, in the words of Thomas Jefferson, to be watered from time to time with the blood of patriots and the blood of tyrants. The youth are critical to the wolves from a voting perspective. And this is what we're talking about today here. Because as... De Tocqueville wrote, they enabled the wolves to gain victory through the tyranny of the majority, in which rights are trampled by using numbers to tip the balance and allow the majority rule. No matter how mindless or uninformed, no matter that the mindless vote for one reason, while the wolves have another purpose in mind. Coyotes and the mindless, who will be enslaved and pruned when the right time arises. First the guns, they must have the guns. On Friday, Governor, in name only, Rick Scott, traitor signed a new law lovely law that uh, that is one onerous to the constitution and directly assaults the second amendment this excerpt from the ap holds the basic parameters the law raises the minimum age to buy rifles from 18 to 21 extends a three-day waiting period for handgun purchases um to include long guns and also bans bump stocks as can be seen, the law is onerous to the Constitution. There is nothing that needs to be explained about the wording of the Second Amendment where it says, quote, shall not be infringed upon regarding the right to keep and bear arms. Marbury versus Madison established the fact that any law that is onerous to the Constitution is null and void, plain and simple. The paradigm has shifted and is being shifted. The globalist initiative is replacing the Constitution for the new American existing social, political, and economic order. The NRA is also filing suit to prevent it. Nevertheless, the wheels are in motion. You will be fighting against the state, a creature with unlimited resources, with the 
media in its pocket with thousands of crisis actors, victims, and other living stage props to use or garner public, public sentiment against you. Yes, but that's written from a perspective like God doesn't exist. And I refuse to hold to that parameter because God can hide you. God can make you invisible to the enemy. Under the covert of his wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. That's what the Bible says. Under the shadow of his wings, essentially. So again, we never want to get our eyes off Jesus Christ regarding all of these matters. Um, the next report, this was sent to me by the um, owner, the president of um, Invive Silver, the company that makes the silver that I've been uh, promoting for all these years. He said this to me. It's, it's called Freedom from War, the United States Program for General and Complete Disarmament in a Peaceful World, United States Department of State United States Department of State Publication um, 7277 is documented proof that their goal is for citizens to be completely disarmed under the control of the United Nations. So see, this is not something that's going to go away. This is the linchpin issue. This is the big daddy-o of all issues regarding mass slaughter, concentration camps, you name it. This is the linchpin issue. It's why I've harped on it for so long. Don't let them fool you that they do not intend to take away every gun from the citizenry. I really thought when Trump got in office that we would be given some type of reprieve on this. But now it appears as though he is in lockstep with them because he's being blackmailed. And he's going to go along with the program. So, you know... The Bible says, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man and, and that make a flesh's arm and his heart departed from the Lord. And everybody that's been dependent on Trump and thinking that everything's going to be just Jim Dandy, cotton candy because he's in office, well, I think God's going to take away that straw man because that's what appear, it, it appears as he's becoming. Now, granted, I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that I can go back and say, you know, but you know, I'm not going to apologize because what he's done is fact. What he's done is valid. And what he's done, I don't really say you walk that back. You know, um, I'm going to I'm going to expose him when he needs exposed. And lately, that's all he's deserved is to be exposed and to be called out. And if people don't call him out, that just gives another green light to the Illuminati and say, well, they're, they're happy just because Trump's in office and they'll let us get away with murder. So I'm not going to let that happen. As long as I'm here. So don't let them fool you that they do not intend to take away every gun from the citizenry. Stop listening to the lying politicians and the TV news liars that they say they're not going to take away everyone's guns. Here is written proof that they intend to take away everyone's guns. And here is, here's the cover of this book, of this uh, publication, 7277. It's called Freedom from War, the United States Program for General Complete Disarmament in a Peaceful World. This is from 1961. Okay, so this is how long this agenda has been afoot, and I'm sure it was afoot before that. State Publication 7277, Disarmament Series Number 5, released September of 1961, Office of Public Affairs, Bureau of Public Affairs. The over, and here's a quote from this publication, uh, the overall goal of the United States is a free, and I give you a link that you can, you can go through the whole thing and read it online. You can also buy it, uh, at the time, there was a, at least one copy on Amazon available for $859.83. That's how bad they really don't want copies of this going out. 
when you see something for that long, I remember Fritz Springmeier's books that when you know after they had went and got a lot of his stuff i mean his books some of them were two thousand dollars online because they didn't want that information going out because it exposed the illuminati um the overall goal of the united states is a free secure and peaceful world of independent states adhering to common standards of justice and international conduct and subjecting the use of force to the rule of law a world which has achieved general and complete disarmament under effective international control complete disarmament Inter by international control that means the united nations that means the blue hats that means satan and a world in which adjustment to change takes place in accordance with the principles of the united nations meaning satan this is a freedom from war publication from 1961 department of state Here's the download. You can click on, read it for yourself. You can read the whole thing. $859 plus $399 shipping. The, the, uh, the book they had up there is uh, it's in good condition. So I'm not saying buy it, obviously, but please read. This book is a used book acquired from bookstore liquidators. Uh, Freedom from War, the United States Program for General and Complete Disarmament in a Peaceful World, United States Department of State Publication. Four out of 4.6 stars out of five. Two customer reviews. Okay, so let's. I want. I, I kind of wondered what the customer reviews said. Five stars. James R. Boy. He says, "Ever wonder what the assaults, the assault weapon ban is all about?" Question marks. This is from 2013. He made this comment about this book. This is a very real document that is a step-by-step -step process that the United States government intends to use to disarm the American people. We have all been used as pawns all along. It is a very sad commentary on the true agenda of the rulers of the world. Our sovereignty is at stake. And this was, this was like five years ago, March 31st. This was just about five years ago he said that. The, uh, another guy says, disarmament without borders. This document contains two of the worst fears of American constitutionalists. Number one, these are, number one, delegation of authority to an international governing body, and number two, disarmament in accordance with the governing body's protocols. This document, which is a real State Department text, doesn't just propose gun grabbing. It also recommends the disbanding of military forces. Why? They wouldn't want our military force ever intact. Anybody that wanted to be a military force would have to pledge their allegiance to the United Nations and pass all their background checks in order to be a good little Nazi blue hat. And then they would assimilate all our military into the United Nations that were suitable candidates that they deemed fit. The other ones would probably be either imprisoned or exterminated because they don't want any competition. Legitimate military forces are limited to preserving internal order uh, and membership in the United Nations, United Nations Peace Force. Evidently, that's what this also gets into. The actual international disarming process would take place in three stages. These are laid out in the booklet. Oh, my word. I mean, this must be an, uh, an unbelievable treatise on this. Also included is the Declaration on Disarmament, which member nations would presumably be expected to sign onto i'm going to copy and paste these two comments in the pdf so you can read them right off my pdf okay you can also click on them i give you the link to click on them so you can see this is legit um if you want freedom from war quit electing egomaniacs who love it the manufacture of armaments would be prohibited 
except for the agreed types and quantities to be used by the UN Peace Force. <laughs> it should be the UN Death Force. And those required to maintain internal order. That's on page 10. So I'm going to go ahead and, and make sure I copy and paste these so you all can read these. And, and uh, th these are the two reviews of this actual publication. So I think that it's very apparent now. And I mean, this is a sad day to say all this. Because I really thought that maybe we would have a little more time under Trump. Um, but unless I see him do some kind of radical change in the opposite direction, I can only assume that this agenda is now going to proceed at a breakneck speed. They've got the Warhawks in place. Um, you know, martial law might not be too far off. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't say for sure, but it looks extremely dark the future at this point uh i i don't know what else to think i really don't i really don't i mean i'm talking about from a worldly perspective i'm not talking about you know our relationship with jesus christ i'm just saying if from a secular worldly perspective things are looking very very bad um this sudden turn with trump has really solidified that to me. And I haven't seen one thing from him that would make me think anything is going to change for the better in any kind of positive direction. And then I look at all the things they're holding over his head with the Stormy Daniels, with all the, the porn stars or whoever else he's been with the Playmates of the Year, all these women, and they could probably trot out a hundred more, that he's being blackmailed and he is in a position where, you know, he's going to go along with whatever they're telling him to do. His handlers are telling him to do. So, hope it's not the case. Uh, pray for him, as the Bible says. Uh, I pray God intervenes in this in a positive way. But, I don't know. It's not looking that great. Next report, Trump White House declares support for California-style gun confiscation orders. Uh, Trump White House released policy papers on Monday declaring full support for California-style firearms confiscation orders. You see what I mean about this? I haven't seen one positive thing since that meeting with Feinstein. Not one. It's been like a, it's like they cloned him and they put somebody else in his body. Which, you know, at this point, I, I, there's about... Nothing I wouldn't believe. Breibart News has a copy of the release and it urges states to adopt extreme risk protection orders or ERO, ERPOs. Such orders allow firearms to be confiscated with a judge's approval. This is without going through due process. Okay. The White House suggests ERPOs allow law enforcement with approval from a court to remove firearms from individuals who are demonstrated a threat to themselves and or others and are temporarily to prevent individuals from purchasing new firearms. Well, who's going to be in that classification before long? If, if, the, if the gun grabbers have their ways, anybody that's Second Amendment, anybody who's got an NRA card, anybody who's got a registered firearm, they'll be the ones that they're focusing in on because they're the source of all evil, obviously. So that's, that's how it's going to end up obviously, because that's what would fit their agenda to a T. California adopted similar gun confiscation laws in 2015, and Southern California Public Radio reports that 190 orders requiring confiscation were issued 
from 2016 to 2017 alone. So they're, they're beta testing this. Florida Governor Rick Scott signed California gun-style gun confiscation orders into law on Friday, and the White House is urging other states to follow suit. See, Trump is behind this. Trump is saying, go for it, baby. I'm behind you. I'm betraying my base, and I love it. Maybe he doesn't love it. I don't really care what his excuse is. I really don't. I don't want to hear his excuse. I don't want to hear that he was with 29 bimbos, and that's why he can't do anything. I don't care. You shouldn't have done that. On March 1st, 2018, Vice President Mike Pence took pains to focus on the need to guard. I mean, it's pretty bad when, when, you know, a devil like Mike Pence took pains to focus on the need to guard due process in issuing ERPOs. Trump's response to Pence, and I played it, was, or Mike, take the firearms first and then go to court. I mean, who, who is this, this maggot? It doesn't sound like the person that ran as president. It doesn't sound like the same person. Aren't you going to be so relieved when this is all over? Isn't the party just going to be so relieved when, when, you know, we're in heaven? Honestly, I'm sick of dealing with this already. And it hasn't even gotten bad yet. It hasn't even gotten really bad yet. It's not like it is in Venezuela. Or China. Or a lot of other places in the world. I'm not saying I'm giving up. I'm not. I'm going to fight to my last dying breath. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. But it does wear on you. It does wear, especially when you get stabbed in the back like this. And I was never putting my faith in Trump, ever. But man, oh man, oh man, what a 180. What, I mean, what a difference a month makes. I just don't, I, I, the, the, to me, all this stuff about he's, he's blackmail. listen, that's all valid, it's all true, and you know what? To me, it's not an excuse. I, I'm sorry. I can't give him a pass. I can't. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. $500 million to Planned Parenthood. He's on top of every single gun-grabbing piece of legislation that's coming down the pike now. He's not doing anything to, to go after all these social media platforms that are banning conservatives and YouTube banning how-to gun videos and conservative voices. And so he's doing nothing to go against the tide of evil at this point that I can see. He's putting war hawks all around him so that when they go in and they, and they get into some un, another unconstitutional war, World War III, that they'll have all these people around him that will advise him on how to do maximum carnage and get us into World War III. No, I believe in accountability. I, and, and this really angers me, I'll tell you. really does. Betrayal angers me. And I mean a betrayal where we're talking about a turn on a dime, 180 degree turn, and now it's just all evil. It's just like Hillary Clinton's in there anymore. 
I don't care what his speeches say. I, I could care less. It's all irrelevant. It's all words at this point. You come after our guns, you are America's biggest enemy then. You get in lockstep with the Democrats and the gun grabbers, you are America's biggest enemy. You are a liar. You are a betrayer in chief then. And as far as I can see, that's exactly the path he's on right now. Hope I can hope I can take this back. I hope I hope he hope all of a sudden he issues 15,000 indictments, all these bad guys go to jail, all the pedophiles go to jail, and then he he unrolls all the stuff he's done. Hope I can say that. But boy oh boy, he sure did a he sure w- was convoluted in the way he went about it is all I can say. And you can't blame me for getting mad over what he's doing right now. I think that's a pipe dream the scenario I just mentioned at this point. I think it's a pipe dream. But, you know, according to QAnon, and everything's under control. The indictments are there. They're just waiting for everything. You know how long I've been hearing that garbage or some derivation of that? I've been hearing that for at least two decades, some derivation of that. And I don't mean, this is way before Trump was ever in there. How the evil cabal is going to be deposed and this and that. And all, Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Next report. On a collision course for civil war, it will begin in California, most likely. One of the biggest fears for journalists stems from the from proven um, from being proven wrong. And in stories like I'm about to reveal, the events are so fluid that even if the early reports are accurate, the fluidity of the situation could lead to a totally different outcome, and this could lead to a loss of credibility. In this instance, I say to heck with caution, and it's time to tell the story that is coming from a trusted source. I will even name the name of the source at the beginning. And I am beginning to get partial and fragmented confirmation from parallel events as well as other sources. This is from Dave Hodges. I want to be clear that I am asserting that a civil war could very well break out in California. Now, I've done enough studies to be able to say I 100% agree with him on this. I mean, come on. California is ground zero for wickedness and evil that they're trying to implement in America. Um. It could well break out in California against what they call federal outreach. The participants initially will be Democratic, California Democratic politicians, including Governor Jerry Brown, ISIS, MS-13, which we talked about earlier, the Mexican government, China, former Obama administration officials are deeply involved with George Soros. Every wicked devil you can imagine has their fingers in this. This series will appear to present some very outrageous claims. Therefore, I've decided to start with information that is most, mostly background in the entire case that I'm being told is factual and America's about to enter a new and very dangerous era. Last night during my show, former CIA clandestine operative. Now, you may not agree with everything he says, but I think he brings up some good points. Robert David Steele was asked if Trump would have to resort to martial law in order to effect arrest. And now these, Robert David Steele is on the QAnon train where the indictments, they're there. The sealed indictments are there. And he was asked if Trump would have to resort to martial law in order to effect arrest and prosecution of the deep state. Mr. Steele answered in the affirmative, and I would tend to agree that in order to actually do that, if Trump was going to do that, how do you do that, though, if you're under the control of the synagogue of Satan and they have every single thing in the world to expose you, every bimbo they can trot out on the planet to expose you? They probably have video footage of him having sex with these playmates and God knows who else. How do you how do you get around that? How do, you, how do you overcome that as Trump? I don't know. 
that's why I'm presenting to you both sides of the story. I'm, I'm going to talk about the sealed indictments. I'm going to talk about QAnon and Robert David Steele and the other people that are saying it's just a matter of time. We've got this all under control. Sit back and enjoy the show. Oh, yeah, I'm really enjoying the show. This is great. This is wonderful. Seeing the deep state take over and win, and win uh, you know, with their false devil narrative knowing that they're going to be, you know, coming after the guns more and more every single day. Yeah, this is great. I'm enjoying it. I think that it's a more likely scenario, and I hope I'm eating these words in the near future, is that all of that stuff being put out by QAnon, by Robert David Steele, by these other people that are supposedly in the know, is all disinformation to keep us on the right, us that were pro-gun that have been following the alternative news complacent to keep us thinking oh, everything's fine everything's under control when it's not it's not and then i see the the, the left mobilizing in numbers i've never seen before possibly eight hundred fifty thousand people in washington alone have brainwashed little millennial devils and the adults that are supervising them They've, they've got big numbers now, and they're going to turn out big for this 2018, and then they got their illegal aliens, and I'm telling you, man. After the Common Sense Show aired on March 11, 2018, a trusted source, Paul Preston, called me as I was finishing dinner. And I, listen, I've heard enough Paul Preston interviews. I really believe that guy is legit. He is the real deal. And just like Paul Preston, or Paul, um, the other Paul he interviews. Um, but anyway... He informed me that he thought it was likely that civil war was going to begin in California and that we, the Civil War II, was, was to begin in California and we would not have to wait very long for this event to occur. Paul Preston is one of the primary leaders of the New California Movement that is in the process of creating a 51st state, which is breaking away from California. That's what they're calling California. New California has 40 counties. This is encouraging. That's kind of why I wanted to end on this because it was more like ending on a high note. New California has 40 counties in full support of this movement. Well, praise the Lord Jesus Christ for that. They are breaking away from the radical California government that believes they do not have to follow federal law and intend on breaking away from the U.S. as an independent country. This has traditionally been known as the Cal Exit Movement and is fully endorsed by Governor Jerry Brown, one of the biggest traitors that there is on the planet, and most of the Democrats in California Legislative Assembly. Also in support of the movement is China, Mexican consulate, the Mexican government, George Soros, various crime families in Asia, as well as many former key members of the Obama administration, including Eric Holder, Loretta Lynchpin, and the closet supporter from the Clinton Foundation, and the United Nations. Well, we know if the United Nations is behind it, we know it's righteous, right? The lawlessness of California is off the charts. The unpunished murder, unpunished murder of Kate Steinle by several times deported illegal alien angered the country. Major Schaff of Oakland obstructed justice when she warned illegal aliens that ICE was going to conduct a raid in Oakland. So it's just totally rogue and lawless there. Many Democratic state and local officials are in outright rebellion against federal immigration authority. In fact, on a national level, many Democrats are proposing as part of the 2020 Democratic platform that ICE be eliminated as a federal agency. Because then they, then they would have no restraints on all the illegal aliens they're coming into to turn it into a third world hellhole. I mean, they'd have nothing restraining it at that point if ICE was gone. Well, just take away the Border Patrol too while you're at it. 
And why don't all cops stand down? Just really turn it into, into a third world, you know. The Democrats in California have drawn a line in the sand and are defying the federal authority. A showdown is coming, and it's not going to be a showdown resulting in civil disobedience, according to Paul Preston. Members of Fox News and the leadership of New California Movement, um, to, to them, this is civil war. So phase one, as I have warned through this site on several occasions, that the unbridled admittance of MS-13 into the United States, along with members of ISIS, would constitute a fifth column. It's just part of the fifth column. What about all the foreign troops that are already here on our land, in the underground bases, and or working in areas around the underground bases, like Gatlinburg, that I've documented over and over again? What about when, it, when they all come out to play? The Chinese, the Russians, the Ukrainians, the ones that are already here on our soil. Then you've got the MS-13s. You've got all the gangs. You've got the illegal alien army. You've got Black Lives Matter. You've got all the social justice warriors. You've got all the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgenders. You've got the La Raza movement. You've got the Purple Revolution. You've, I mean, every wicked, evil day, you've got the Muslims that are here. It's all going to be them against the righteous American, law-abiding Americans that are typically pro-Second Amendment. So that's, I mean, I'm sorry, but that's what I see coming. It's, it's what, it just seems to be pointing to that more and more and more. And it's not like this is the first time I've ever reported on this. All the reports I've done previously point to and have led up to the same conclusions that I'm telling you today, essentially. A showdown is coming. Um, okay, hold on, I already said that. Uh, let's see here. This would constitute a fifth column which could bring both California and major parts of the United States to their knees. Here's a partial list of references in which I've documented the dangerous presence of MS-13 on our soil in great number. MS-13 are the nastiest of the nasty as far as gangs go. They will come in and slowly rape, torture your family in front of you as the head of the household while you watch and then slowly kill you and sadistically torture you when you die. And then before they kill, you know, they, they want to make sure you see your family killed real slow. That's, the, that's how they roll, okay? I was told that by that colonel that I, that I visited in the mountains before I moved up here. Um, he told me that a long time ago. They're, they're beyond. And, and again, you know, the people that would say, well... The pacifist Christians would say, well, no, it's biblical to let them come in and rape and kill your family in front of you while you cower in the corner in a fetal position and make all this, because that's the Christian thing. No, I don't think that is the Christian thing to do. The Bible, the Bible talks about protecting widows and orphans and protecting those that cannot protect themselves. And providing for those of your own house and providing means protecting, okay? It doesn't mean curling up in a fetal position while they're slaughtered in front of you. So, going forward, I made this video about continuing illegal immigration of MS-13 on January 24th, 2018. So let's just go ahead and play this real quick. I interviewed Paul Preston the other evening about the New California movement, which seems destined for success, in which California will have a 51st state, and enough people can't join on, and only really the hardcore communists in California and the illegal aliens 
and the people who are for the New World Order and the Deep State, are they the only ones on board with keeping old California the way that it is? And the people in New California territories are rebelling against this illegitimate control of their state government. But coming with the movement is something that actually started in 2014 and has continued in waves. If you were following my work nearly four years ago during the Central American invasion, I reported from two Border Patrol sources that MS-13 were coming into the country in great numbers. And then I had that confirmed by a DEA agent, and it grew and grew and grew, and finally the rest of the independent media began reporting on the same kinds of things. Well, there's another uptick in MS-13. And before you go, what's the big deal, Dave? They're just gangsters and drugsters and child sex traffickers. What's the big deal? Well, there's a big deal beyond those activities. They are the hitmen for the drug cartels. And it just so happens that in California, the Cal Exit movement, which is in opposition to the new California movement, wants to remove all of California from the United States, thus causing a retail collapse in the country and become a protectorate under the guise of the UN. They even went so far, and I reported on this with pictures over a year ago, that they have opened an embassy in Moscow. Now, why would we be seeing an uptick at MS-13? Paul Preston has this information. I have this information. Many of my sources are well aware of what's going on. MS-13, I believe, are being brought into California to basically cause so much chaos that the new California movement comes to an absolute and grinding halt. They will be used in the order out of chaos when, the, when whatever they're trying to do in California starts to pop off. They will be used mightily by Satan in order to accomplish that agenda. And they're not going to stop with California. We know there are concentrations of MS-13 on the East Coast. We know they're in Minneapolis. I've reported on this many times. This is one of the fifth columns inside the United States that if we ever go to war, we'll be battling insurgents at home. And I just told you who the main force will be. Well, that's it for the... Okay, so he does these like two-minute snippets now, uh, I guess to get his page views up or whatever. But um, anyway, so going back to this, on August 1st, 2017, I published a summary with links that went back as far as 2010 to document the unwarranted president's presence of ms-13 in america this article summarizes no less than five previous articles i've written on the subject this is an excellent reference that traces back much of the history of the terrorist invasion that has been going on in our southern borders for years ms-13 along with isis has been implicated in the vegas massacre and i documented this last fall in this report vegas is only the beginning this is antifa along with ms-13 and isis sympathizers i have a lot of supporting documentation documentation to support the fact that civil war is coming and will start in california the preparations are coming from both sides of the conflict on september 19 2017 i read the following report according to paul preston reports are circulating that numerous state legislators from california including california senate pro term pro tem kevin de leon state representative from florida texas new mexico arizona nevada utah Colorado have been meeting with members of La Raza, these slime bag devils that, that believe in the race, that they're going to come in La Reconquista, take back America 
for the Mexicans and the people in Central America that believe the gringos stole all their land. That's what La Raza is all about. And annihilate the gringo and wipe them out. Okay. Remember, like, like I said, what's, what's going on in South Africa, they, they want that even more so here. They're trying to set everything they can up right now to make that happen. And that is why this last thing that Trump signed with the, with the omnibus spending bill does nothing for the border wall, even though that was one of the main, pros, the main things he promised that will not happen now because he's in such a compromised position and because he's being blackmailed. That's not an excuse. But, you know, pretty much it sounds like you can kiss that goodbye. So it's very important that border stays open. Um, but they were meeting all these wonderful um, state legislators from California, Florida, Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado. They were meeting with these criminals from La Raza, the Mexican government, the Mexican mafia, which is one of the worst gangs, Mexican gangs there are. California's violent Mexican gangs, the Norentos, the, the Serenos, and um, La Familia, the religious leaders, the Catholic and the Jesuits, which are all part of it as well, to come up with a plan to separate from the United States as well as the above-mentioned states. <laughs> Governor Brown, his aides, and the Bank of China have been in attendance in several of these meetings designed to sever California from the U.S. Further, the Common Sense Show has learned, independent of Paul Preston, that George Soros is bankrolling some of the costs associated with this movement. In addition to Soros, the United Nations and the Chinese government have, re have representatives at the CalExit meetings. I pray God rain down his fury on all their wicked, evil actions and, and all their wicked, evil actions come to nothing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul Preston has embedded sources at some of these meetings. And the drug cartels, along with MS-13, pledged extreme violence if CalExit was not successful. Can you imagine sitting down to the table with these stone-cold, hardened, mass murdering devils and, and just you know all like yeah let's let's go let's let's talk turkey let's have a coffee clutch you know let's get down to brass tacks we're you're you're our kind of people no they are they're all they're they're all birds of the feather flock together they are all their their kind of people and they're proving it all these state legislators are absolutely no better than any of these devils if one wonders how serious this movement is consider the fact that CalExit opened an embassy in Moscow in 2017, and they did. The following is a picture of the CalExit Assembly, which was open in Moscow, and here's a picture of it. Welcome to the Assembly of the Independent Republic of California. These maggots were sitting right there, you know, proudly doing it. There is a very new telling article written by Mark Tapscott that appeared on Fox News, Laura Ingram's site. In the article, Tapscott interviewed University of Tennessee law school professor, Glenn Harlan Reynolds. Reynolds asserts that New California is the old West Virginia. West Virginia became a state because Virginia declared its independence from the Union in 1861. Even more telling in the article, Reynolds states that Trump will likely have to send the 101st, 101st Airborne to California to quell the open rebellion. Okay, well, that would be if Trump was actually in some kind of righteous position. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that, I mean, it would appear to me that the synagogue of Satan would want this to happen as well. 
I mean, they're yoked up with George Soros. George Soros is is a synagogue of Satan Jew. Turned his own turned his own members, his own uh, his own um, Jewish uh, members and family and these types of people over to the Nazis and, and did it and had no remorse. Even in the interview, he had no remorse. He said not at all. He, when they asked him if he felt bad. So George Soros is the quintessential essence poster child for what a synagogue of Satan Jew is. And I don't mean good Jews. I'm talking about a synagogue of Satan. Okay. So if George Soros is behind it, I'm assuming the synagogue of Satan would be behind it. And then that would also lead me to believe that if they're in control of Trump, that ultimately he would end up doing nothing about this or very little or for whatever it would be, would be window dressing in order to quote, stop this Cal exit movement. Now, I don't know. I could be wrong. I hope I am wrong. I'm giving you both scenarios here. I'm giving you what I'm seeing in front of me and what Trump is indicating to me that, you know, he's a totally different person now than he was a month ago. That's, you know, a tree's no bites fruit. And that's the kind of fruit he's been producing in the last month, particularly. I'm not saying he was perfect before that. So, um, conclusion, at this point that the dots... Um, would be connected. However, in this instance, the plot is far too complicated to summarize at this point, except to say that rogue California and former Obama cabinet Democrats, foreign influences and terrorists are preparing to unleash hell after standing up to President Trump over the immigration issue. Also, indictments are being unsealed against the deep state, and this has accelerated the timeline for the inevitable conflict. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. I hope it's the case. I do. The U.S. military has been conducting urban warfare exercises in Phoenix. I have been told that they are primarily concerned with IEDs. This speaks to ISIS. Um, improvised explosive devices, IEDs. Um, this speaks to ISIS, attacks upon the public, MS-13, Vegas-style massacres, and snipers in tall buildings. Paul Preston is in contact with very pop powerful people. And when he called me last night, he made it clear he could not come up on my show and that he may not be talking to me for a while, given what he is allowed to say. So, man, I tell you, when that interview comes, I really want to hear it. CalExit, here's the next and last report. CalExit, MS-13, ISIS, and the Deep State have commenced the revolution. Game on. And this is kind of an addendum to what we just covered. CalExit is the home of all major subversion in the United States. This movement has one goal, namely the overthrow of the U.S. government. All the previous warnings about MS-13, ISIS presence in the U.S. Now, remember, they've got all kind of Chinese troops over there, too, in California. That they control that whole that that whole port over there. China controls it. They've got bases where they've got Chinese troops. He's not even talking about that. Now he has in the past, but there's only it's it's almost like it's hard to keep track of everything going on at once. You know, um, going further here. Uh, all the previous warnings about MS-13, ISIS presence in the United States. And a coming deep state coup are all coalescing in unified action. I recently spoke with a former high-ranking military source who is still very well connected. And what he told me is very deep, indeed disturbing. As I write these words, the deployment of troops from Fort Irwin to key locations around California are presently in progress. The same can be said for some personnel at Camp Pendleton. Urban warfare training was just completed in Phoenix and centered on potential operations in L.A. and San Francisco. Why? The answer to this question will appear later in the article. As I have previously covered in great detail on this site, Eric Holder, George Soros, the United Nations, Governor Jerry Brown, both the Mexican and Chinese governments, and the drug cartels have joined forces to try to force California out of the Union of California on one level and is seeking national independence as a protectorate of the United Nations. Now, if they were able to accomplish this, what it would do is it would establish a beachhead 
for every wicked, evil devil to literally stage their forces, their troops there. You could have, I mean, you could have China, you could have Russia, you could have every United Nations troop deployment. They could all, it would be a beachhead, literally, where they could stage their invasion of the United States. I can't see it working out any other way. Why would they be so trying hard to break off? Because then they could do whatever they did under their own guise, under their own country, Calexit or whatever, and nobody could really say anything against them because they're not part of the United States anymore. It'd be like their own communistic, socialistic enclave, and they could and they could stage anything they wanted to there, and nobody could say a word against it anymore. Not if you were an American. I mean, yeah, you could still expose it, but it would have no force of law anymore because they wouldn't be part of the United States. So they're willing to go to any length to accomplish this goal, including open sedition already in evidence as well as perpetuating any number of false flags. California has declared itself to be a sanctuary state in violation of federal law. Many of their democratic public offices are in open rebellion and are engaged in obstruction of justice when it comes to the federal authority of ICE. The situation is so grave in California with this uh, with regard to sedition that 37 California counties have declared support for the creation of the 51st state. I think it's, I think he said 40 in the last one, but anyway, maybe this was written before new California. Another seven counties are in negotiation with new California officials. I guess three already came on board. So I think it's up to 40. Maybe it's more than that by now who have already filed paperwork to become the 51st state. Why would the vast majority of counties in California feel compelled to turn their state upside down in order to create a 51st state? The situation is so dire that President Trump has had enough. Okay, well, maybe he has, but can he do anything about it? Because it sounds to me like President Trump's been gelded at this point. His actions right now are showing me he's been gelded until he starts to do things contrary to that. He has been widely reported, it has been widely reported across the independent media. Military tribunals are being organized and Gitmo is being redone and they have a new commander as well as increased security presidents. And again, this is all the QAnon, this is all the steel guy, this is a lot of the other alternative people that are just saying, don't worry, it's all under control, we got Gitmo going, we got the 15,000 sealed indictments, we're going to take all the bad guys down soon enough, we're just letting them play their hand, and we're getting, we're crossing the T's, we're dotting the I's until all this can be enacted. I hope that happens, I really do. But, I'll tell you, I'm not feeling warm and fuzzy about that scenario at this point at all. Um... So they're saying they have a new commander as well as increased security present. Gitmo will be the home to those engaged in the sedition and treason. There's one small example. Here's one small example of what is going on in Oakland. Paul, both Paul Preston and I have been told that President Trump has dispatched a carrier to the Bay Area. Like an aircraft carrier? Remember, troops are being deployed as I write these words. Many in the independent media believe that they are very close to seeing the first of several arrests of those that would engage in sedition and treason. Now, again, the reason I'm covering this it's not because I'm trying to contradict myself, but because if this scenario does happen, I don't want it to be the first place you've heard it is somewhere else. I want to give you both sides of potential scenarios of the way this would go. And this is not something that happened in the last week. I've known about these sealed indictments. I've known about Gitmo for months. Been hearing about this for months. It's been an ongoing drumbeat of the alternative side. And this is before Trump did his 180. I didn't say a lot about it because I didn't want to like 
you know, get anybody's hopes up. I don't want to get anybody's hopes up now. But I want you to at least be aware that there is a sect of the alternative media, a major sect, that is, they're, they're talking about this openly and actively for months on end now. But it could be totally just so that we'll have our guard down and there's none of this is going on and it's all basically that we're, it's all going to come to nothing. Or maybe it actually is, but maybe that they have put their foot so down far across Trump's throat that he won't be able to enact any of it. And Gitmo will be a long forgotten thing. And, you know, that may be a possible scenario as well. I don't know. I don't know. Things to pray about. Before President Obama left office, he and John Kerry negotiated with the United Nations, uh, the traitors that they are, that they could and would come to America to restore order in the event of a civil unrest. Yeah, right, because they would do that. The deep state has lost more, most of its dominance over the previous proliferation of the New World Order propaganda as evidenced by its crumbling mainstream media. I don't see that at all. I see them winning on every front. Not an alternative media, but they're shutting down all the alternative media platforms. They're, they're issuing lawsuits in mass, like against Alex Jones and these types. They're, 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 they're doubling down. I mean, they just had a march where they had 850,000 people. How, how is it that the, the mainstream media is crumbling? Their brainwashing is in full, full, full force right now. A lot of people are buying into it. I don't think we should, we should you know, act like we're, we're winning or something in the... In the, in, in the, the I mean, yes, are we on the side of righteousness? Sure, but I mean, the mainstream media is still totally controlled by Satan. I mean, I don't mean to say that to be Johnny Raincloud, but I mean, come on. I spoke with a trusted and confidential source about the happenings in California, and Paul Preston has verified much of the following. From the Judicial Watch report of April 2000, I mean, there was not one counter-protest that I could see of of all these marches that were going on yesterday. Over 800 cities in America. I don't see how, how like the right is rising up and in 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 encountering this. I think that's a part of the reason I'm so mad about this report today, because I really don't see a lot of pushback on it. From the Judicial Watch report of April 2015, the presence of ISIS camp near El Paso is merely part of a bigger paramilitary force preparing to attack selected targets inside the United States. I've talked about that camp numerous times. ISIS is indeed operating a camp just a few miles from El Paso, Texas, according to Judicial Watch sources that include Mexican Army Field Grade Officer and a Mexican Federal Police Inspector. During the course of the joint operation last week, Mexican Army and Federal Law Enforcement officials discovered documents in Arabic in Urudu, as well as plans of Fort Bliss, meaning they had plans of some military base that I guess ISIS had. The implications are obvious. Obviously, they would find a way in there and try to kill as many people as they could. According to documents uncovered by Judicial Watch, the Juarez cartel helps ISIS terrorists move through the desert and across the border between Santa Teresa and Sunland Park, New Mexico. The report goes on to state documents that east of El Paso and Suadad, Suadad Juarez cartel back coyotes are also smuggling ISIS terrorists through the unguarded border between Acala and Fort Hancock, Texas. Judicial Watch specifically stated these particular areas are targeted by ISIS because of their understaffed municipal county police forces. And that's all by design because the deep state of our government is making sure the border is as porous as possible so these devils will get through, okay? As well as already the existing 
relative safe havens and areas provided for the unchecked large-scale drug smuggling. And the thing that, that uh, um, Trump just signed ensures that the borders will stay porous and that they'll keep coming through unchecked. And, you know, he signed that plus the $500 million to Planned Parenthood. So bravo, Trump, you know. I predicted three years ago that ISIS would unleash a Tet Offensive-style attack on America. This would bring us right into martial law, obviously. And this is the deep state's distraction, their paramilitary force with regard to ISIS and MS-13. The day of reckoning is here. Also, in April 2015, I was warned that ISIS would unleash these kinds of attacks. The source was an intel ranger of, an intel was a Texas ranger. The people of Austin think they can take, a, take, can breathe a little easier now that the alleged modern day version of the Unabomber is dead. That view would be wrong, dead wrong, as the deep state is just getting started. And according to some sources, this was no more than a beta test for what is coming across our nation and will commence in California and will be perpetuated by Cal exit operatives, meaning the, the, the bombings that went on in Austin. But, I mean, I'm sure, yeah, like it was one white guy, of course, that did it and he was orchestrated it. And, you know, obviously it always is, you know, always is some racist white guy or whatever, but you say that the new Unabomber is dead. Every false flag needs a patsy, i.e. JFK, Lee Harvey Oswald. Do you really think the deep state was going to roll over and accept defeat? Conclusion, Gitmo is the symbol of cruel justice that will force, okay, this is, this is, <laughs> this is almost, I would say this is pipe dream. I hope it's true, but this is how he concludes it. I hope he's right, but I provide that caveat. Gitmo is the symbol of cruel justice that will force many of the deep state to turn state's evidence against the higher-ups. Fina Haspel, nominated to take over the CIA, the torture queen, is no more than a temporary useful idiot. Okay, well, in your world, Dave, maybe. She is the queen of rendition, as she previously headed the former CIA black site. This is why Trump is readying the military tribunals. Oh, no, it has nothing to do with him being surrounded with military hawks to get us into World War III. No, it's because he needs those military hawks because he knows he's going to staff, he's going to fill Gitmo with all these criminals of the 15,000 sealed indictments, and that's why he needs all the military people around him, because they're going to render cruel rendition even though a lot of them are guilty of multiple war crimes makes no sense okay sorry dave not really not really believe in this but this is why the trump is readying the military tribunals i hope he's right and yes he has had he, he did issue things about the military tribunals which also i was thinking okay well maybe that's so i don't know we'll see i hope it is the case i do i mean where they're gonna put the bad guys in there Gitmo or whatever. These deep state operatives are in complete panic and are beginning to witness the manifestation of this collective fear that has gripped these criminals. Did you see where Kalexic spokesperson and former attorney, attorney General Erica Holder asked Jeff Sessions for mercy to defy Trump? Okay. Unfortunately, I know much, much more about the unfolding events that I can reveal that I uh, that I can reveal at this time. Well, then why aren't you doing it? I'm, I think he meant that he can't reveal. Please keep in mind, I never burn a source. Eventually, all can be revealed. These events that lie ahead can be devastating, or they may never come to pass if Trump is able to crush this movement before it gets off the ground. <laughs> that sure does not seem like, sounds like he's helping it get off the ground and provide it wings to me. At least at this point he is. However, I can say this. The level of planning and sophistication of the deep state as manifested in Calix subversives is without parallel in American history. Okay, so that's all I have for today. Um, I know that was a lot to assimilate. Not quite as long as my previous two studies, though, so it wasn't um, as much of a time drain on you. But um, a lot to pray about, you know.
and um, God bless you. God keep you safe. God bless all my listeners. God bless the body of Christ. I pray he give us, I, I, I just end, end in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you in prayer. We thank you for this day, this time you've given us, this time you've let us live in, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, for your mercy, for your protective hand, for the gift of salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection. I praise you for that, Lord. I pray you give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive. And I pray, Lord God, if it be possible, you would intervene in these situations, Lord God, we've covered today. And that, Lord God, if, if Trump is in this position and he is being blackmailed, and it sounds like he is, Lord, that you would provide a way where there seems to be no way, Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, if there's any righteousness in that man, I pray he'd do the right thing, Lord. And that you would protect him, Lord. You would protect him and possibly use him, God. I don't know, Lord. I I, I don't know, God. It's up to you. This is your, may your will be done and not mine. But I, I do pray, God, that these wicked things that we have covered today, that they would not prevail, that they would be exposed, that you would throw the biggest monkey wrench into every single one of their plans on every single level with these wicked, evil devils that are literally coming for mass extermination of society. Young, old, men, women, children, innocent, everything, God. Ultimately, that is what Satan's goal is, Lord God, is mass, it's not just to take away the guns away, Lord, it is mass extermination of your creation, Lord, of your creation that is made in your image. So I just pray to God for your divine, holy, angelic intervention, Lord. Um, I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we have committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.